Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Donald Trump. Ha! Donald Trump. Now, we don't hear as much about him of recent times. He hasn't been in the news that much of recent times. I suppose Brexit has probably taken over. But the Labour Senator, Ayanna Reardon, has said the US President Donald Trump should not come to Ireland. But it is likely that Donald Trump will visit Ireland as early as June. The no firm date has been set in place, but the US President this week confirmed a trip to Ireland would happen this year. And that's when he met the teacher, Claire Varadka, in Washington. He said he had a warm spot for Dunbeg. Yeah, probably called his wallet. Uh, where he has his Trump International Golf Links and Hotel. Now, Senator Re- Reardon hit out at Trump over his anti-immigrant stance, saying, I don't think he's welcome here. I don't think we want him here. Ayan, I think you're on your own on this one, but however. He was holding an Irish stand vigil at the famous memorial in Dublin on Sunday in an anti-racism campaign. He said, I think there's a message from Irish people that we reject that type of politics. Today is an opportunity for Irish people to say that we hate uh, when hate causes so much hurt and so much violence all over the world that one of the chief hate mongers out there, Donald Trump, is not welcome in this country. That's what he said. Obviously, after what happened in Christchurch. And I think everybody would condemn what happened in Christchurch, but equally we would condemn the killing and the slaughter of Christians around the world too, or the killing and slaughter of any particular region. But I want to know if you agree with Ayanna Reardon. Do you think Trump is not welcome in Ireland? Or will you welcome him with open arms? Last year, President Trump visited the UK and was met with many protests, including a giant orange baby balloon. And he was due to visit Ireland last year, but it never actually materialised. Many people believe that his visit should be welcomed, as it is important to keep our relationship between Ireland and the United States alive. It's a good relationship we have with them. Let's not mess it up. After all, if Brexit happens, the relationship with Ireland and America will become a lot more important. However, some people simply do not agree with his politics and think that it's important to take a stand against them and demonstrate. They believe he's racist, they believe he's misogynist, and they believe he's generally mental. And I want to know what you think. Will you protest the visit, or will you be angry at those who choose to protest? Remember, he is a president, or he is the president of the free world, isn't he? The president of what's considered to be the most important country in the world. A country that basically, I suppose, for the rest of us out there, it makes big decisions that affect the world over. James, you're on Classic Hits. How are you doing, James? How's it going, Niall? James, well, well, you are a bit of a Trump fanboy. Will you be rolling out the cut the, the no, red... I'm not a Trump fanboy. <laughs> <laughs> Will you be rolling out the red carpet for him, James? No. Look, look, I think Aeon is talking out of his ruin now. Hmm. The man's a clown. As far as I know, he didn't even get enough votes to actually get elected. No, he didn't. Dollars. He didn't. No, no, he's a senator. <laughs> hence, he's, hence, he's a senator. So, who's this we he speaks of? Well, he, believed, um, he said, I think there's a message from the Irish people that we reject his type of politics. Where? Well, I where don't know where that message is. Well, I, well, um, I, I suppose he was, he was at a memorial for the victims of Christchurch. And I understand things can be said, you know, uh, in solidarity with people who died, you know, and everybody would empathise in that situation, certainly. There is nobody I know that would somehow think that there was something acceptable of the killing of human beings. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he believes that Donald Trump, and then Donald Trump even said yesterday in a quotation, why are people blaming me for this, is the spouter of hate speech. No, it's just the furthering of the culture war, so to speak. <clears throat> it's the tiff attack has started. 
it was bound to happen. <clears throat> so it will it will intensify, and hopefully it does not consume all our freedoms. But if we allow it to, it will very very easily. But it's not really a tit for tat. What happened in Christchurch was one individual who's obviously clearly a psychopath well, and a very sick individual. Yes, I did. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the guy obviously saw. Well, the guy obviously saw Anders Breivik as some sort of hero, probably. <laughs> well, he seen that Western civilization was sliding down the chill. Yeah, but that's, not, but said, that's yeah, still not a reason to go out with a gun no, and start shooting people. This the tit for tat. Mm-hmm. The, the, the extremist on their end, on Islam's end, has already said it will get revenge. Now, whether it does or not, I don't know. But that, that's the tit for tat motion starting, and hopefully, it does not fragment into the wider communities, but. It could have the possibilities of it. Mm-hmm. Undoubtedly, this man, this mass murderer, this scumbag, mm-hmm. um, could have caused the lives of a lot more, or could cause the lives of a lot more than 49 people if there is a tit for tat, as you say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Many yeah. more many more Muslims will die, many more non-Muslims will die. Mm-hmm. Because, of, because of his actions. Mm-hmm. And then so, what, so what has he actually achieved, James? Nothing. Well, he said, what, in, in his own words, he said he wanted to accelerate the cultural war. He said he wanted the left to overreach on the right, take their guns away, clamp down on the freedom of speech, kick them off the online website, so then they'd retaliate. That was his idea behind it. That was his justification. And if you see the reaction to it, I'd say the media are giving him what he wanted. You see in New, New Zealand now, the, the Prime Minister says she's going to uh, instill more gun laws. Well, well, I have heard discussions about Twitter and Facebook and everybody else. <laughs> Um, clamping down on what they consider to be hate speech, which I don't, I don't necessarily agree with one hundred percent because I think we have to be careful about not restricting freedom of speech. Well, you see, hate speech is a code of conduct as far as I'm aware for social media, and but in a lot of countries it is not law. So you have to infringe on civil liberties to give them that right. And in America, you see this conflation because in the Constitution it says freedom of speech. And by the terms and conditions of Facebook and Twitter, they have hate speech laws. So they counteract and conflict with one another. So they give one, let's say they give the left-wing ideologues the perception that they are correct. But the right-wing are sticking to the Constitution and saying this is American law. And because it's become so heavily involved in our politics, that freedom of speech should employ. Well, see, according, according to Ayanna Reardon, Donald Trump is obviously one of the guilty uh, suspects when it comes to this because in relation to his handling of the Mexican border, I suppose, uh, wanting to build his wall and obviously the way he has dealt with women, children and families coming across from Mexico. Well, he didn't instill any new implementations in that uh, immigration policy that led to those children being separated from their parents. He was just following on from what the previous presidents were following. What, the ICE and the, what ICE was doing, you know, the immigration enforcement over there, what they were doing, Obama was doing, Clinton was doing. So you're basically you're saying previous presidents done this with a smile on their face? And nobody batted an eyelid, but because it's ammo against Donald Trump, they, they can vilify him and make him look kind of fascistic. Um, it seems justifiable. I don't personally think it was. I think it was horrific the way they done it too, particularly him when considering that poster boy was equally as guilty. So you believe that, Ob- well, Obama was, if you count the amount of people that were actually in these particular holding places in Texas, Obama was equally guilty. It's just that Donald Trump took the hit because he was the president at the time and a lot just, just came at the one time. And, and the left have absolutely no shame in using children as emotional batting rounds. You know, so you so are, you, are you telling me, James, I don't mean literally, you'll be out waving the flag 
You believe he'll no, be welcome? No, no, no. Well, I don't, I don't go into the streets and do No, that. I know that, but I'm just saying. Well, but you believe he's welcome to Ireland as a dignitary think, and as a, as a president of a foreign it, country? Well, okay, well, look at America's approval rating globally, okay? Uh, it had a nosedive from 2003 onwards. And in 2017, it was at its worst time, uh, global opinion of it, let's say. Uh, that is now at its highest level. So internationally, people on the ground are happy with him. Whatever the political spheres think about it, and people are more happy now in America than they were 10 years ago, 15 years ago. Well, we'll stay there for a second because, Ibrahim, you're on Classic Hits. How are you doing, Ibrahim? Ibrahim, uh, um, in relation to Donald Trump and this pen- impending visit in June, you don't welcome him to Ireland, no? No. And what, no. why not? Well, Niall, first of all, I do respect that he's the president, and I know there's a, there's a prestige which must be given to all heads of state. But I don't particularly uh, like to see him come into Ireland now, simply because, which I disagree with everything what your friend has just said regarding the, 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 the slaughter of Muslims in, in Christchurch. Uh, Donald Trump, you know, didn't pull the trigger, but he, he did, and he is responsible for many of the remarks over the year, last two years, and his, his absolute silence on condemning far-right-wing groups rather than he uplifts them in many places that he, they've been involved in attacks. It would be equally, you know? it, would be, it would be fair to say, Ibrahim, that very few people are condemning far left-wing groups as well, who are, no, who are in favour of open borders. No, no, I mean, I don't see no, people condemning no, Aon O'Riordan for his, his comments. No, 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 look, the thing is this. This same chap who went and slaughtered and murdered innocent Muslim people, and he's not on his own now, there's a group with him, there's an organisation behind this. Yes. And, and he himself said that it was Donald Trump who inspired him. And if you read it in the manifesto, the manifesto he wrote. Yeah, so, but he also... So, he, no, no, hang on, hang on, he, let me finish. Let me, let me have my say. So I, 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 I disagree. If, if Donald Trump was a just president, he would equally come around and say that such groups, like far-right-wing groups, should be condemned, and this is, this is a mass murder. It was a terrorist attack. It wasn't a lone wolf person. It was a terrorist attack. And yes, I do agree... Uh, to to a point, uh, he 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 took it on on the basis of immigration and and the so-called uh, whatever concept he has about Islam in his mind. Um, but you know, equally, we I condemn and many other Muslims condemn. But but, 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 but is that not a bit of fair, uh, Ibrahim? Because at no stage, for example, did he ever say we should kill Muslims or we should hate Muslims or. No, but what I'm saying is, at no stage did Donald Trump ever say that. So to suggest that just because this guy it was inspired by Donald Trump, he could have equally been inspired by me or by James or by anybody no. else who might have some kind of Niall, right-leaning Niall, views. No, but the point is, look, he has been openly, directly asked by reporters. And each time, whenever a white supremacist has killed and murdered, and there's been many... There's been many over the last number of years now, and many while he's been president, and he, he, in none of them did he refer to them as being extremists or white supremacists or their, their, their mindsets is radically extreme. He, 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 he avoided the question. This is the point. But if a Muslim tomorrow goes out, God forbid, and takes a revenge, which I hope never happens, and kills 50 people, he will be saying that he's a scumbag, that he's an animal, and that he's a terrorist, and that he's this. He doesn't mix his words on 
When it comes to um, when okay, well, 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 hang on, James. That's that's a fair point, isn't it? Donald Trump is quite quick to condemn uh, terrorism when it comes from Islam, and that we've seen that in the United States. But when you have a lone wolf American running into a school or a building or a factory with a gun, he doesn't use the word terrorism. He doesn't refer to them in the same way, and he uses the opportunity when it is a Muslim, um, I suppose, to perpetrate his own views, his own right wing views. Well. The mass shootings in schools, I don't think you can say, probably are politically motivated. Now, we can talk about <clears throat> far-right extremism and the terrorism that comes from there, but you can't lump them all into the one bracket. Um, it's a snake that feeds itself, because the problem is some of their arguments do hold some truth. Like the Islamists, would some, some arguments would hold some truth. You know, and that's where the delusion comes from. So... You know, no, that's, they, not, that's, not, that's not entirely correct. There's nothing in the Holy Quran which gives any Muslim the right to do such things. Well, uh, well in your interpretation, well, well, I mean, well, in your interpretation of it, Ibrahim. Yeah. See, yeah just, no, like, just like some people's interpretation of the Bible is different to other people's interpretation. Yeah, no, I accept it to a point, now. Yes, I do accept it. Well, not to a point, it is a truth. But, but, but no, but I'm saying, as a person who knows the Quran has been studying it for 30 years, and... And, and, and that's fair enough, and I accept yes. that. But, yeah, we, but, but we, we've, we've had this conversation a million times and I, I respect the fact that you don't interpret it, you know, in such a violent way or an aggressive manner that you only see it as something peaceful and a peaceful means to an end. But there are other individuals who are Muslims um, who see it as something very different to the way you see it. And OK, they'll tell you you're wrong and you'll tell them they're wrong. Yeah, but they're, they're basing this not so much on the Quran. They're basing this mostly on interpretation by their teachers or medieval, medieval scholars of a, a particular period. This is where the difference comes in. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that's where they're getting the Okay, well, let's equally, not get too much into equally, that. Equally, okay, but, but, but in relation to Donald Trump, because I don't want to get too much into that because we've talked yes, about it so many yes, times, yes. but equally in relation to Donald Trump, I mean, because of the words, I mean, look, Aaron Radin's not mincing his words here. He said basically that he's a chief hate monger. I mean, I, I don't see hate in his speech. Yes, he may omit to say the things that you would like to hear him say, but that doesn't mean it's hate speech. No, no, but no, but look, if, look, if you analyze, even when you see him speaking or when you see his expressions on his face, you can see that he is holding back. He, 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 and, and now whether that's because he's beheld or beholding to white supremacists or right-wing people or very extreme conservatives in America, who is basically... He's well, he is a conservative, on, yeah. Yeah, so he's he's depending on those people for his votes. So he's allowing, but, you know, them. But, to, you know, in my opinion, guy, he's, allowing, guy, he's allowing them to dictate. But this guy, but ideologically, this guy totally disagreed with Donald Trump. Yes, because if you read it, if you read his manifesto, he said conservatism was garbage. He said that um, capitalism was also garbage. He was a neo-Nazi, more like national socialist. He's a nutcase. The so is, by the way, the, so let's because, all be clear about one thing. What happened in Christchurch, this individual is a psychopath. You know, whether he, he hates Muslims or whether he hates Christians or whether he hates himself, he's a psychopath. There's no two ways about it. No, no, no. In the guy's manifesto, he said one of his idols was Candy Sounds. Now, if anybody knows who Candy Sounds is, she's a young black conservative in America. The guy was literally a troll. And he was an online troll that took it into real life to try further his own delusion. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, now it's 50, I think it's 50 people. 50 think, people are now dead, yeah, sorry. Yeah. I know they're dead, be, be, because of his delusion. But, and many others and will have life-changing injuries as well. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't just the 50. Trying, yeah. to con, 
try to compare mainstream American conservatism to far right wing extremism. Like, right wing and left wing in each country are completely different ideologies compared, depending on the country. It's not just one overarching. It's, it, it, the right wing in Germany is completely different to the right wing in America. Hitler was a socialist, but we still classify him as right wing. In America, right wing is capitalistic. They're separate political ideologies. You, you can't contrast the two, but it's just cheap shots at the man. Yeah, but, but the right wing in America and the conservatives in America, I mean, I've met many of them, I've met many of them, um, and they do have a hatred against Islam in general. And they promote that through other means. And they do, they do, they do, no, they do. They do view Islam as a danger to our freedoms, yes, they do. Because it does impose a danger to, to our freedoms. Well, what we classify as freedoms... Not, not at all, not at all. You, it yes, no, any. because we classify... Okay, in the West, we see freedom of speech as a virtue. That's freedom to say anything. But in Islam, you cannot say a bad word about the Prophet. That is blasphemy. We directly oppose that. So there's contrasting views just culturally. And they will manifest themselves in politics. And to say that's a far right extreme viewpoint is nonsense. No, no. Well, for, firstly, you're, you're talking about a, a, an ideology of Islam today. Now, the Prophet himself, in his own lifetime, used to be abused. And he used to keep quiet. And he used to, uh, he used to command his, his companions not to uh, get angry or upset when people abuse him. So this is a, an ideology which so must later on. Ibrahim, when a satirical magazine in Europe done a sketch on Mohammed, there was worldwide protests from the Islamic world. There was people that's, died died because of it. Yes. Yeah, no, no, but so to say, Ibrahim, to say... But I'm telling you, I'm telling you... But Ibrahim, you can only, and I, I, with respect, you can only speak for yourself. I don't think what James is saying is incorrect, that the two cultures, or, well, if you want to call them cultures, or theocracies, they're very different in, the, in the, the view that James believes he should have the right to say what he wants, as long as he's not literally he calling, should, for, yes, uh, calling for somebody to be killed or something like that. Uh, no, 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 I, I agree 100%. Yeah, so he should be, if James wants yeah. to come on the radio, for example, and talk about the Prophet Muhammad and have a viewpoint on it, he should be able to do it. But we understand and we yeah. know that in the world we live in, uh, apart from, say, somebody yourself, and I've spoken to you many times on the radio, you're a very reasonable person, there are many Muslims out there who would take extreme offence to him ha- saying anything derogatory about Muhammad, and, you know, James would be watching his back. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with that. I mean, I, there is people who need to be more more flexible. I mean, I, I accept that. I mean, look, Niall, um, on, on the... Uh, was it just recently, um, I put something up on, on Facebook, and I got right-wing guys ringing me, texting me, saying... You can't say that, okay? Um, and I said, "What happened to freedom of speech?" What did you or, What did or, you say? Well, I put up a, a photograph of a of the founder of our community and just put the comments: "The Messiah has come." And we put it up on buses in Dublin, also, and also in Galway. And we had people telling us, "You have no right to express your freedom, your your freedom of speech." And the I Messiah said, well, has come. The Messiah. What does that mean? What is- well, that's that's what we believe. We believe the founder of our community is the Messiah. The Messiah which the world is waiting for. No, that's my right. Founder of the Muhammad. Well, I mean, I well, maybe you could explain this. Are you talking about like the second coming of Muhammad? No, 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 no. We, 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 very, it's very deep and theological. Oh, you know, it clearly is. The caliphate is what I, I usually knew that. Well, no, we, no, no, we, we believe that the second coming of the Messiah, which is Jesus. Will we'll happen. No, 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 no. If you let me, if I'm, so I can explain it to you, then you understand. So we believe that Jesus, Christ, upon him, survived the cross, died a natural death, and, and was buried like all human beings. 
And we believe the second advent of Jesus will happen with someone else, someone similar to him, the similar qualities, but he should be, he'll be raised from within Islam. So we believe the founder of our community is that person. Okay, well, and, and I'm sure there are a lot of Christians who would be deeply offended by what you said. I couldn't give a damn. Yes, but I'm yes, sure there was yes. a lot of Christians who could be deeply offended by what you said. But nobody has put a death threat on you, have they? No, no, no. no but yeah, but if I, if I said that about Muhammad tomorrow, you know, and said, my mate James is the second coming of Muhammad, you know, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure I would probably have a death threat put on me within days if I went public yeah, and said no, something I, like that. I agree. That, and that's why people like me and other imams are fighting against this ideology. And we oh. are fighting against it. Okay, wait, well, say that. Let's get back to Donald Trump if we can, because uh, Emma, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Emma? Hi. No, Sorry for keeping you. you so long. Emma, That's okay. Wait, will you roll out the red carpet? Or would you welcome him? Absolutely. I can't wait. Right, okay. He's been accused of being a misogynist, by the way. I'm really saying that because you're a woman, clearly. But. Yeah, well, you know, the facts have to be, you know, respected. And actually, the economic growth in America now has, you know, who's benefiting the most? The women. So, you know... Mm-hmm. I just really get bored now with people who are all jumping on the bandwagon of hating him and, and disrespecting him. He deserves, he's a head of a country, so he's entitled. Uh, to well, be just because he's head of a country doesn't, it doesn't mean he deserves respect. There's many heads of nations in the past that we haven't respected. No, but generally Dictators speaking, generally. you know, we do kind of, you know, they, they do roll out the old carpet um, politically. You know, that that is just what countries do when they're inviting other guests over. So I just, he needs to be respected for what he's doing. You know, I just, I, you know, no, so what he's arrogant and so what if he's, you know, obnoxious? He's a really good businessman who's doing a really good job. Is that not what it all boils down to? What about, what about what Ibrahim and many other people who would be more left leaning would class him as divisive speech? That, he, that, you know, his words, uh, when he talks about borders, when he talks about Mexicans, uh, can be quite divisive. You know, it's going to be virtually impossible to please everybody. That's why there's two sides. Um, but, but I'm just from, you know, I don't have a political agenda. I don't need to. I live in Ireland. But I do admire what he's doing. And I wish the likes of him would bloody run Ireland. I'm not going to lie. Well, well, I really what is do. he doing? He's, he, all he's done he is humiliating America. Well, he has, no, he's humiliating America. At the moment... Well, most America, people don't see it like that. Okay, so... I know many Americans. Every American who comes and meets me, or when I've been there, they've, they've been apologising to me about the president that they have. Abraham, is it not important to you that he has taken, you know, the unemployment... He's humiliating the country. Well, well, hang, hang on, let, let him ask in, the question. Sorry, Emma, go ahead. He's, he's down... He has brought the unemployment level uh, down to 17 Lowest has been in thirty. Yeah, it's been more uh, than that. Yeah, yeah, seventeen years. Yeah. So that I mean, is that not is that not okay? I wish we could do that in Ireland. I wish we had a business level headed person. I, you know, I if I had my way, there would be no politicians running this country. It would be businessmen, business people yeah. like Michael O'Leary. Sorry, like yeah, that was that was a that was a bit habitual for me to say that wasn't it? Businessmen. No, no, no. Well, okay. But I, I, I understand the point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. So business um, people. Yeah. And I just think they will do the job a lot better because, you know, at the end of the day, they're in their own club, politicians. And you and I, at the end of the day, we're just fools to the whole lot of them. So I just like to see somebody like Donald Trump running Ireland. And I don't care if he's obnoxious and if he uses the bad language. He's not going to please everybody. The person that I probably buy things off every day pisses me off. But I don't care once he's doing the job right. Do you, do you see the point I'm making? It's a fair point, Ibrahim, and leaving aside, you know, 
what you consider to be his hate speech. From a political point of view, you know, America is in a good position at the moment. Well, no, I, I, look, I, just, I have to disagree. I mean, look, I, 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 my, my point here is this is a man. OK, he's a businessman. OK, we also know he's been done for fraud and done for things in the past. He's questionable. His businesses have been questionable as well. Okay. So show me, show me a successful businessman so who hasn't been questionable. No, 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 no. Hang on. Let me, let me get my point across. Right. My point is only this: he may be a brilliant businessman. I'm not disputing that point. He may be even a very clever businessman, but he's a very dangerous man who is into, who is, doesn't have the skills and the ability to deal with foreign policy and to, uh, and to deal with the politics around the world. And that but is very, very dangerous. But he's a good businessman. Pro- no, the no, proof is there with the statistics. Well, and, at, at the know, end of the day, so he's the man who could turn. He's the man who can bring us into a a third world war. All right. Okay. So that's where you want to go with this, because potentially, for, you know, yes, yes, <laughs> that's yes. A, sorry. We, I, I think you're taking it personal. I don't think you like him as a person. Therefore, no, it doesn't right, matter respect, the right no, and the no, good no, that no, he's no, doing. No, no, Let's respect. just all, you know, talk bad about him. At the end of the well, day, he's doing a really good well, job. I, I, I mean, I mean, Ibrahim, you don't like what he says. Ayanna Redden doesn't like what he says in relation to borders and Mexicans and everything else. But a lot of Americans do like it because a lot of Americans believe his job as president is to run their country and protect the citizens of yeah. the country and, prote- and protect the borders at all costs. A lot of people in Ireland will say we should be doing the same thing. Exactly. I mean, I read out a, a headline today from the paper to say that 100 asylum seekers have now registered to vote. I was shocked that asylum seekers are even allowed to vote in this country. So what's the point of having a border at all? So in saying that, what I'm saying is a lot of people believe that he's doing good because they want their borders to protect, be protected. Yes, they might be right-leaning it and not liberal lefts, but they want their borders to be protect, protected. That's what they voted for him for. Yeah, there's equally many, Niall, uh, who don't think he's doing a good job and they don't think that he's the right person. Many in America. So we have to get the balance. Well, right it's here. democracy, isn't it? It's not, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So it's not all one-sided. There, there's, well, there's, the, the, the suggestion is if there was an election yeah. tomorrow, he'd, he'd be voted for again. I don't know, Niall. I think he won't get the next Oh, time. yes, he will. A hundred percent. Okay, well, well hang, hang on all of you for a second. Let me just go to Sean before the break. Sean, you're on Classic Hits. I'm sure you're going to be sure you stamping on the ground at this stage. Sorry, Sean, go ahead. You're on Classic Hits. Well, so much to, well, where to, where to begin. Well, I guess your last statement there. You're claiming that he's he would be reelected if the, ele- if the election was held today. I would imagine so. Yeah. Yes, he will. He's, yep. he's never even reached fifty percent in, in approval polls. Yeah. Well, if, well, if we look at po- if we, yeah, but that doesn't make an ounce of sense, Sean. Because if you look at the polls before he was elected, they said he hadn't a chance. The day before. Not all of them did. No, not Nate Silver, not at five eight. The day before. Come on, now, Sean. The day before, it was said that Hillary Clinton was going to win this election, and you can't deny that. And you can't deny the fact that. You know, the economy is growing and, you know, yeah, I, 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 I deny the fact that this ridiculous claim that he's a he's a brilliant businessman. What, what do you how do you substantiate that claim? Where do you get that success and wealth? Please, I imagine. Uh, Show your work, please. OK, so 19. Since, <laughs> OK, so the unemployment has dropped. In fact, it's down to its low since 1969. That is not the now, Stop shifting the goalposts. Answer the damn question. Where I'm does this there. come from about him being a great businessman? Please, go on. Oh, well, look, it's, I think you, you, you have come across, and I've listened to you now many times on this show, and you You're going to make it personal, because you can't... No, 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 let her, let her finish. If she makes no, it personal, I, I, I'll challenge that anyway. Have, you have a very, you know, you He's have... He's pro-Trump. 
Exactly. Oh, no, sorry, not pro-Trump, so anti-Trump. Yes, yeah, yeah, so the alternative Trump. was Hillary Clinton, and that's who you would have liked to see going in there. I don't, so you, I you don't know what the fuck you're talking oh, well, about. Oh, Sean, Sean, let's, be, let's all try and be no, a bit respectful today. I just today. know that you, 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 know, you, you, are Dem- you have said you're a Democrat, so I'm just you know, I have not going. said I'm a Democrat. Again, what are you... You're, 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 I listen. Oh, okay, I, 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 I think. Well, okay. Let's just clarify. I think Sean has generally denounced America on the air many times and said he's anti-American. But anyway, uh, I've never said I'm a Democrat ever. I voted for a W twice. I've said that on the show before. I've also said I'm against mass immigration and open borders. But somehow you and your ilk seem to have this idea that I'm some somebody dancing around in a ballerina. No, I'm some SJW lefty loony. Again, it's like your claim about him being a great businessman. Where, I where, think he is. You, you, again, you've, you've changed the chub- subject successfully for a couple of minutes now. So Tell me, how is he so a great businessman? Tell so me, are you, how? Are you telling me then that the, the, the numbers that are right there are completely all wrong? Sean, how do you how do you demonstrate somebody being a great businessman? I I would demonstrate it by wealth and success. How would you demonstrate it? Well, well, I, okay, that's a starting point. At least you're referring to activities before he became president, which Emma is not doing. His his what what how the economy performs while he's in office has no indication of what he did as a businessman before he became president. Those are logically separated events. Or is that, again, is that a liberal conspiracy? Well, I mean, no, because the, the anti-Trumpers are very quick to put him down and say, oh, he's been bankrupt so many times. And da, 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 da. I mean, when you look at both most successful businessmen who have multiple limited companies, you know, they've always had bankrupt companies. There's nothing new for a successful business person to be bankrupt on yeah, many occasions. Oh, well, yeah, and all of them inherit $400 million from their father, too. But, well, I don't know about that. Time. But what I'm saying to you is, he's not a failed businessman. He is a successful businessman. There's he no... is a failed businessman. Well, he filed bankruptcy several times. Yeah. Trump Airlines, bankrupt. Trump University. Yeah, bankrupt. I know a lot of businessmen who are very successful that have a, had other businesses that were bankrupt yeah. and failed. He doesn't have any successful businesses. Well, he has, the only... he has a lot more money than me and you, Sean. Big fucking deal. I'm just saying he's successful and he's wealthy. He's worth billions. I could have stuck 400 million in 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 an index fund, and I'd be a a billionaire now if my dad left me 400 million. That doesn't indicate any great business acumen. All right, okay. You will, we'll agree I to disagree. I agree with you, Sean. Yeah, okay, but okay. Let, let's 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 focus on what we're talking. About. Let's agree to disagree on that. In relation to his visit to Ireland, yep. do you do you agree that we should respect him as the president of America, or do you agree with Ibrahim that he is the pontificator of hate speech? I agree with both. I think the Irish government should respect him as a head of state, but I agree with Ibrahim that this this is a reprehensible, despicable piece of crap, and I hope he comes so I can tell him to his face, to his fat yeah. orange face, what his a fat orange of face. crap he is. <laughs> this is a man who, again, at, uh, when he, he's asked in the Oval Office last Friday, is white nationalism, is it a problem at all? No, no, not really. No, no. Yeah, this, no, he's a no, white national, definitely. This is a guy who gets a call out in the manifesto as a symbol of renewed white identity and common purpose and issues no disavowal. Anybody, if you, if Niall, if you were mentioned in like Mind Camp Volume 2 tomorrow, and a big shout out to my boy Niall Boylan from 4FM, I'm pretty sure you'd probably say something like, Jesus, I don't want anything to do with this fucking nut job. But not this guy, because he knows his brand. He knows his base. He knows he can't alienate these people, the ones who go out with tiki torches in Charlottesville and go, Jews will not replace us. He knows his base. Yeah, such call a good uh, 
A good businessman. Oh, a good scumbag, yeah. Oh, and, yeah. and great. And, in and your, love- in, that's in your opinion, Sean. I, I, I happen to think that he's a very good um, businessman like who way, is doing like a really good job. You like the way he dates and goes after minorities and, 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 he, and he's a no, racist. No, like I don't that. take it personal, you see. I just look at the statistics and I see what he, the, the good that he's doing to, to your country. So, you know... He's not um, doing good to my former country. Okay, in your opinion. That's in your opinion, I would say John. issuing calls, calling the, the, the free press the enemy of the people, as he did again today for several dozen times he's done this, and we actually had a, a person sending out pipe bombs, and people still get, people stick, I guess it slips your memory here, four months ago, that you had a deranged man, a big Trump supporter, sending out pipe bombs. You had somebody in the Coast Guard just last month, Christopher Hassan in Maryland, who was getting ready to go out and shoot a whole bunch of Democrats and CNN evil liberal media news figures. I think when you constantly say the media is the enemy of the people, yeah, we can reasonably draw an inference. You're partially responsible for the violence that results. Okay. I, I, I mean, do you hold him personally responsible as some people are holding him responsible for what happened in Christchurch? When I say personally responsible, his leadership and his speech and his tweets and his opinions, do you believe it drives people to do those reprehensible acts? Are you asking me? Or yeah, you're asking you, Sean. Uh, not, not to wait. It's not drawing a straight line, but he's certainly part of the background. He's, it's part of it. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't, I wouldn't make a big deal of. I'm not going to say that. Oh, it's that hap- What happened last Friday is because of Trump. No, that's kind of a nutty yeah, claim, I would think. But it's, it's a part of the piece. Again, it's certainly. This guy certainly didn't, he wasn't an anti-Trump guy, let's put it that well, then, way. Well then, when we see his messages, and obviously you don't like them when he spoke about Mexicans and he spoke about the border, and, he, like and he spoke about the carnival there going back a while ago coming across the border, surely the American people who voted for him and the ones who are the supporters in the United States, let's say for argument's sake 50% of the American population, I mean, surely they are the ones who are saying to themselves, well, he's doing what we asked him to do, which is protect our borders, that's what we want. Should look what happened in Brexit. Why did they vote to leave, to leave the EU? To protect the borders. So what's your argument that whatever whatever population chooses? No, I mean my argument is why are you yeah. why are you right? Why why do you believe you're right and the other half must be wrong? Well, because you, you, once I you don't agree right. with it, it's hate speech, isn't it? What have I just said that again? That you can you offer any rebuttal to what I've just said? I've no, just but what said, I'm, not, I'm not denying everything you've just said. I'm not ta- I, you know I'm not directly addressing everything you've just said. But what you're saying is anything that's alternative to your view or Ibrahim's view, for that matter, in relation to Islam, in relation to Mexicans, in relation to protecting borders, people see as hate speech. He doesn't see it as hate speech. Half the American population don't can, see it as hate speech. Can, can you name another president, Nile, or even a, a Western European? No, leader? I. Can't. Uh, that no, no, that, that not. That I'm talking about that. I'm specifically calling the press the enemy of the people. No, but you you have to admit that you know he's a very untraditional president. You, you, Niall, you are a member of the media. Absolutely. Why do you, just, why do you gloss over that with just a no? But uh, because it's true, he's not traditional when it comes to the media and as a president. No, but Niall, he, he's not. He I mean, you, like you, it. you have to admit that you know the media are having a field day on him. The media love him. Because the American media can't get enough of it. Terrible individual. Because he's going to go down as the worst president in American history. Well, I can tell you, the media in America, contrary to what you might think, the media in America, CNN, Fox, every single one of them, wake up every morning wondering what Donald Trump said, and we can fill thirty minutes here. We kind of have to because there's a crazy man in the White House. Well, the, the suggestion that they don't like him is probably bizarre, but whatever. Well, say that for a second because James, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, James? Uh, good evening, now. James, how are you? Uh, 
I'll be out welcoming uh, President Trump when he comes now. Will you? Yes, and I can assure you, as I was down there in the summer in County Clare, they love him there, Niall, in County Clare. Ibrahim doesn't love him too much. And, and, uh, and uh, he, I, I, know, I know plenty of people in County Clare who don't like him at all. Well, I was down there on my holidays in the summer, and I, and I can assure you, they have quadrupled the employment in Doombeg now. Let's talk about Sean. It's not a big place, Doombeg, in fairness. They've quadrupled the amount of people employed in Doombeg. You now. can open up a McDonald's and quadruple the employment in Doombeg with the greatest of respect. You know, right? I mean, it's, not, it's not a huge place, in fairness. Oh, yes, but it's all, these are employment for local people now. Absolutely. For local girls and lads. Yeah, but, you know? it's, yeah, but it's, it's irrelevant who happens to own the golf club. It just happens to be Donald Trump. It could be some other multi, you know, national company. It could be a drug lord or somebody. Yeah, it's kind of a who owns it. Yeah, it really doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, it doesn't really matter, James. It just happened to be Donald Trump that opened it. It could have been another rich millionaire. In relation to Abraham there talking about hate speech now, for years and years in London, the mosques there were full of hate speech against the British forces and against the Western, uh, uh, you know, uh, against the Western world, you know. For years and years in the London mosque, that's where a lot of these immigrants were radicalized now, in these London I agree, mosques. I agree, I agree with you, I was there. I agree with you. He's not disagreeing? So what's the point you're trying to make, James? Well, I mean, I was saying, talking about hate speech now, it isn't just uh, Donald Trump. It was not a one-way street, no, you're right. You know? I don't think anyone's denying, even Ibrahim or Sham wouldn't deny that hate speech oh, is not a one way street. It's not a one way street. Yes, know? well, as long as that is clear, uh, uh, as I said, uh, uh, as well as that, uh, hundreds and hundreds of innocent civilians have been murdered across Europe in the last couple of years by Muslim terrorists now. Mm hmm. Uh, Batatlan concert, Nice, Sweden, Barcelona, the name goes on. The, Manchester, every yeah. Attacked now. Yeah. You know, so uh, it's wrong on both sides. Every wrong is wrong. You know, I mean, we all agree with that, yes. But, uh, you know, uh, as I said, the Muslim terrorists have been busy too now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but there's no one denying that. There's absolutely no one denying these extremists are are radicals. Uh, No one denying them. I was in, I was, listen, I I was, when I was in London, when the Brixton uh, nail bomb was off by white extremists, I was... I missed that bomb by four minutes. I, I took a walk to go in another direction, and a friend of mine got a nail through an inch near to his heart. And these were white ring uh, fanatics at that time who were, who were fighting against uh, homosexuality, lesbians, uh, blacks, Asians. You know, the, the, you can go across the whole board of this. This is, you know, not just the Islamic side. There is the right wing, far right wing side as well, which has been active for many years. But uh, as I said, Niall, to come back to Donald Trump coming to Ireland, I, I've really much interest in what he does in America, and that's their business now. I've only interested in what Donald Trump can do for Ireland. And one of the most important things he can do for Ireland is he doesn't... That's, that's not really a fair statement, James, to make. You've no interest in what he does anywhere else apart from what he does in Ireland with his money. I mean, for example, you know, I, mean, I don't want to use the history here, but if Hitler was opening a hotel in Ireland, it, would it matter that he was killing six million Jews in the background? As long as the hotel was busy, sure, it would be grand. Well, that's what I'm saying. What any president is supposed to do, he has, he's keeping his people safe. Now, if he feels that there's, border, there's a war needed below in between Mexico and America, that's America and Mexicans' problem. It's not a, We have our own borders to be dealing with now. Funny, you know? funny, <laughs> we have too much consideration what happens in other countries. Other countries are not too interested in us now. Yeah, sorry, Sean, go ahead. This was such an emergency. He had... 
he had a full two years where the Republicans had control of both branches of Congress, and he was president. He couldn't even get his own party to agree that this wall was an emergency. And now that he's trying to go around them, and actually they, they passed a resolution saying that they would not fund it, and he's vetoing that, and it's going to go to the courts now, because, again, he's trying to do an end run around the Constitution, because in the United States, the legislative branch, Congress is, controls funding. The president doesn't get to decide, oh, I'm going to take money from this and spend it on that. Well, at least it hasn't up until now. I guess we're going to find out whether the United States still has a constitution. I'm a big fan of the rule of law, but again, I, I guess apparently the only reason I don't like, it, like Trump is I'm just a hater. You, you don't, well, you are a hater, yeah. You, do you agree I with his wall, by the way? You're, you're, you're saying it like as if I don't have good reasons to be. I'm a, well, I'm you know, you have, well, hang on. You have your own reasons. I'm not saying they're good reasons. Yeah. You have your own reasons. Yeah, People who disagree with you will tell you they're not good reasons. reasons. They're crazy reasons. like No, I'm not saying they're crazy law. reasons. You believe they're right, but that doesn't make them right. So you're, you're not in favor of the rule of law. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that you have your reasons for being a Trump hater, right. and you believe your reasons are correct, and that's fair enough. I accept your opinion, but other people listening to you would say, I don't agree with Sean at all. He's wrong. Right. Well, most of them would be idiots, I would say. Well, so they're an idiot just because they don't agree with you. Well, if they don't think of a problem with a, with a breakdown in constitutional rule of law as a problem, no, I'm talking about I'm talking about in general about your Trump hating, mm-hmm. you know, and and you know, and what you say about him being a bad businessman, et cetera, et cetera. If they don't agree, nothing, with, if they don't agree with you, they're idiots. No, nothing, nothing I say is false, Nile. I'm not suggesting it is. Everything Factually, it may not be false, but the no, point of it is, it's how you interpret yourself. it, isn't it? No. So, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead, James. I'd be a bad, I'd be a bad businessman every day, Nile, if, if if I had the kind of wealth Donald Trump was. I'd, I wouldn't mind being a bad businessman, Nile. If that's what you have after being a bad businessman, I wouldn't mind being a bad businessman, Nile. If that's the kind of success you have. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, the, the, can I go back to? Is Ibrahim still there? Sorry. Yeah, I'm here. So, Ibrahim, you know, when we talk about extremism, and there is extremism on both sides, on the left and on the right, and, you know, you talked about that with the nail bomb incident there a few minutes ago in relation to all forms of extremism, or right-wing, or but I've seen extreme left-wing as well, where people, you know, like James, for example, who's a Christian, uh, he sees his religion and the family being attacked on a regular basis as far as he's concerned uh, by the very liberal views that we have in relation to same-sex marriage, abortion, all these things that he seems being imposed on him as a human being and as a person. So, he sees those as being wrong as well. When we see extremism, on, well, well, hang on, I'm not finished, Sean, okay? You know, I mean, what I'm saying is our interpretation of what we believe is hate speech is based on what we don't agree with. So I might say something, be it in relation to, say, transgenders or Muslims or whatever it happens to be. By some people, that's construed as hate speech. By me, it's just an opinion. Yeah, no, I'm, look, as far as I am concerned, everyone has the right to their opinion. Like I mentioned when I put these posters up recently, someone said they were offended by it, and I said, according to the Constitution, you have every right to be offended. And I, and I applaud you for your using... I'm the, sure James would be offended by what right? you put. Right. But, 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 no, no, let me finish now. But I equally, under the basis of freedom of speech, have the right to profess my freedom of speech yeah. and express myself. So that's the way it should be. It should be that way. Yeah, but I mean, then should, should 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 countries turn around and not welcome you because they believe what you said, claiming that the the founder of your mosque and the leader of your mosque is the the second coming of Christ? I mean, should they be offended by it and not allow you into their country? No, no, no. the difference here is this: I, I, you know, I respect Donald Trump only on the basis that he is the president of the United States. But he is he's a, he, for me he's a irresponsible president. 
He, if he, you know, if he wants my respect, he needs to act like a president. He's not acting like a president. I mean, yeah, but some people would see your views in relation to your mosque and, and the Messiah not acting like a normal human being either. They would think that you sound delusional. By the way, your view is your view. I'm not having a go at you. I'm just that, saying. No, no, that's fine. I have no problem with that. My, 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 my problem is this, only this. Like you mentioned Obama. I, I mean, I, I'm not the greatest fan of Obama because I think he didn't do enough for the Palestinians. He didn't do enough to, to stop Israel from killing and murdering innocent uh, Palestinians. Equally, I don't agree with the killing of Jewish people either, but I didn't see enough of Obama doing that. Equally, Donald Trump is not even doing it, 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 that even, where children have been taken from the streets, dragged into prisons, beaten. I mean, for me, a statesman, a president, is a man who, wow. needs, to, who, needs, to, who needs to stand up and speak, speak for justice. Yeah, sorry, Sean, very quickly. Can I speak again? Yep. I was going to say, to build on what Ibrahim said, the Director of Homeland Security was testifying in the Congress a couple weeks ago. She was actually directly asked by a senator, could she even give you, she, could she even give the exact number of children who were currently in detention? She couldn't answer that. She's responsible for this. She doesn't even know how many children there are in her clutches or in captivity. Well, I mean, that would be like asking Owen Murphy, the Minister for Housing, can you tell me on the spot at a press conference how many children right now are, are in a temporary accommodation? You probably wouldn't know the answer. Niall, it wasn't like they called her up at home. Hey, uh, Kirsten Nielsen, can you swing by tomorrow? Yeah, we were having this big, you know, dish up tomorrow about 5 o'clock, great. See you then. Okay, thanks, bye. It's called congressional testimony now. She was given advance notice. She has a staff of dozens of people. She would have known, if she was anyway halfway competent, that she would be asked that question, and she did not have an answer for that question because yeah. she doesn't care yeah. and because her boss doesn't care. He doesn't give a crap if people get lost. He doesn't care. Uh, Billy, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Billy? Hello. How's it going? All right? Uh, Billy, go on. You've heard what Sean said. You know, he doesn't... Well, Sean believes that he spouts hate speech on a regular basis, and uh, he's he, not he, a very... That he spouts hate speech on a regular basis, and he's not a very welcome president. Yeah, I've heard them all. I've heard them all. I'm not getting them sidetracked from the issue. I welcome them big time. Uh, and if I'm off, I'll be out in the street. I don't normally be, and I'll have my American flag, my Ireland flag, whatever. Yeah. And I'm sure there'll be uh, people protesting against them. Probably, will. Did will be. probably by in the minority, and I want uh, the same protection that they get. Uh, me and the people that support him. Uh, he's a great uh, president. He's done everything he said. Uh, he's building the wall, whatever. He's, he's there to protect the people of America. We have Leo Varadkar here who wants to bring home a terrorist who was in... in uh, well, 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 a woman who's, who supported a terrorist. Yes, support terrorism, yeah. yeah okay. I mean, that's enough not to bring her back. The people on the show last week in your show voted unanimously and other shows not to let her back. Varadkar's not listening to us. He's not listening to us at all about anything. Uh, Donald Trump protects the borders. Poland and Hungary don't allow any immigrants in at all. Uh, Hungary have actually built a kind of a fence and another one behind it. And you don't hear their leaders being slated over. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, he's everything about the man is brilliant. I just wish he was running the country here. I really would. He's a great president, but I've never, on my wife's relations, uh, hate him, but they live in America. But uh, I've never in my lifetime... Your, your relations in America hate him? Yeah, they, they do. We like relations, yeah, because I, I was debating it with them the last time I was over there, but... Uh, I stand my and why, why do they, why do they, they obviously didn't vote for him. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. And they're still spouting on about it. It's on Facebook, they do be on about it every second night. Uh, I've never seen somebody like, he's there, he's there. Whether they like him or well, not. He's a bit like Marmite, isn't he? You know, yeah, you either love him or you hate him. 
He's the president, Niall. Isn't yeah, I mean, it would be fair to say, Sean, that, you know, because Donald Trump clearly takes a side, he's not very impartial, let's be clear about that. Um, you know, he clearly takes a side. Obama was a bit more impartial. Donald Trump is very like Marmite. You either love him or you hate him. There, there's no in-between there. Yeah. yeah, I mean, well, fair, fair to say. So, I mean, from that point of view, he's always going to come across as being divisive because we know his views about everything. I mean, Obama, in, in fairness, you know, I mean, a lot of the time, a lot of the stuff that Donald Trump has been accused of now, uh, you know, was happening during Obama's term of office. But yet nobody really said that because he had a nicer way of doing it. Yeah, I'll tell you one thing Obama didn't do, though. He didn't spend five years uh, before he became president going and saying that the current sitting president was born in a foreign country and demanding to produce his birth certificate. I know he didn't do that. That's well, well I, I, mean, I do believe that was strategic. Not strategic or not, again, it, it, again how, is that a, how is that a good thing? I'm, 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 I'm not, I'm not so suggesting from a, a, from a humanitarian point of view it was a good thing, but I think it was strategic. A lie, it's a good thing if he knows it's a lie. But, but I think it was strategic. It was okay. to get people to like him. So that means he was more of a scumbag than an idiot. Okay, no. we'll put that in the scumbag column then. No, that happens all the time. Sure, the president. No, it doesn't happen all the time. No, that's not. Again, this this is an unprecedented. A sitting American president. No, it's not. Unprecedented. He wasn't a sitting American president at the time, mind you. That wouldn't stop him from doing it now either. But I'm just saying. Right. You guys can spin things how you want. Starting in 2011, Donald Trump publicly. And over a course of five years, pushed the birther conspiracy. He was one of the main proponents of it. You can't spin this now and say, "Oh, he didn't really mean it." Oh, everybody does it. No, not everybody does it. Nobody else did something Listen, like now, this. Listen, my wife, as I said, I said to my wife's cousin, "He's the president of America," and as they say in America, not much longer. Yeah, as, as, as well, as, that's no, your opinion. No, but I agree with you, Nile. He will romp home again. But at the moment, <laughs> he is the president now. And as they say in America, just suck it up. Now, <laughs> yes, go ahead. go ahead, James. Uh, well, we have to be mature about these things now. You, you, uh, America is very important to us now. It's far more important than we are to them now. They're, they're the, we have a huge American tours um, coming here every year now. It's the most important, more important, most important tourists of all are the Americans because they spend the most. They do, yeah. A, America is a huge ally of ours now, and we have to be very careful how we're dealing with it. He also has 50,000 people's lives in his hand with those illegal immigrants, but he doesn't go near them now. He might go near other immigrants, but he never touches the uh, Irish uh, illegals. They get a special kind well, of... Well, well, you know, there was suggestion of that. I mean, there, there is a suggestion, of course, that the Irish illegals should be looked at, and there has been Irish illegals sent home, James. Uh, the, you know, the, those who don't have status. We did have one of them on the air there, going back during the year, who was being sent Tom, who was there 15 years. We talked about it when we did the show live, myself and Lena from New York. So there is a bit of pressure being yeah, put on Irish illegals as well. Yeah, but they're not the ones being grabbed up off the sidewalk when they go to the store to buy a quart of milk. Not, like, not unless they do around. something Not unless they do no, something wrong. No, exactly. That's what I'm saying. They're white, so they, they really don't have to worry about it. I don't think, Sean, you're bringing it down to skin color now, and I really don't believe that's the case. Oh, yeah. They, far better, far... I, I don't believe, okay, you know, Donald Trump is many things, but I, I genuinely don't believe he's racist. No? Right. This is the guy who was saying that he doesn't want immigrants from shithole countries. He only wants Norwegians. That doesn't make him racist. No? Well, he refers to Mexicans as vermin coming into an... No, he talks no, talk specifically, you're taking it out of context. He talks specifically about Mexican rapists and criminals that were coming no, to America. I'm reading here from June 19th of last year. I'll read his fucking quote for you. It says... Uh, where is it? Da, 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 da. They said uh, he, they will pour into and infest our country. That is exactly what he said last time. And who was he referring to? 
to Mexicans. What was said before that, what was said after it. You're taking, you're taking one line out of what he said, which is what a lot of people did during that very famous speech when he talked about Mexican rapists. And they inferred that he was suggesting that all Mexicans were criminals right. and rapists, he which is not what he said. Right, because that's why he brought it up, because every group is equally likely to bring in the criminals. That's why. Well, they are. Up. Every he group is equally likely to bring in criminals, but he has, a, he has a duty to respect the border. Oh, for Christ's sake. Now, you can't be this naive. I'm not really... being naive. He has a duty to respect the border. Yeah. And he has a duty to protect the border. He does. And, and, he, and, he, and, and it has nothing to do with whipping up I mean, look, look at the country we're living in at the moment. We don't have a border. No, we don't. We don't. I mean, Sean, we don't have a border in this country we're anymore. We're talking about Ireland now. We're talking I know, about... But I'm just States. saying, many people in this country feel completely, I suppose, let down by the Irish government who are allowing this to happen I in this country. That. I understand that. But we're talking about America, which was a, it is, it's an immigrant nation, probably the, the, the greatest example that in the entire world. It's a little bit different when America says, build a wall, let's keep all these assholes out. It's a little bit different. Okay, well, stay there for a second. I'm going to go to Andy as well. Stay there, baby, please. Andy, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Andy? Uh, I'm, I'm good now. I, I'm, I'm absolutely convinced now that Donald Trump should employ you as his spin doctor and PR. <laughs> well, uh, if he pays because, me enough money, I'll do it for him, yeah. Because you absolutely, you know, do him a great. So I don't know whether it's an injustice or justice. Um, you know, when we talk about Aaron O'Reilly and sort of saying, you know, does, does he... He says, uh, all, he, yeah, I, he speaks for all the people. Does he speak for all the people? Yeah. Well, he certainly speaks for me because, you know, I mean, whatever we think about Trump, okay, let's, where, where do you start, my friend? You know, misogynist, he's sort of, um, he's, he, he dabbles in world politics without any sort of knowledge. He, the only true thing he ever said was about the Saudi journalist who was murdered by the Saudis and, and Jamal, who was murdered by the Saudis. And he said, by the I'm Turks. not going to fight. No, by the Saudis, um, and he said, "I'm not going to put any uh, sanctions against Saudis because we'd, we'd lose, we'd lose our arms money, you know." But he, he, he sort of brought us to the brink of nuclear war in Korea. Uh, he paid his chief solicitor, you know, his, his lawyer off, you know, six-figure sums to sort of hide all his sex scandal, his sordid sex scandals, um, alleged you know, he, sex he, scandals, yeah. Uh, well, I'm just saying, yeah. he denies them. Okay, go on. Yeah, well, yeah. He, he, was, he was handed a million. Well, I mean, it turned, hold on a second. When, you know, when a guy who uh, had an affair with his wife, which is immoral, absolutely, it's not illegal, by the way, it's immoral, and I don't agree with it, but he had, he had an affair with this porn star, right? Yeah. And I, one, I mean, it's one, one it's not the end of the world. No, one of probably many. Way. The guy, Michael Cohen, is going to prison for three years dealing yeah. with this. It's not alleged. Yeah. yeah, but what I'm saying is, it's not the end of the world. I mean, this woman got paid off. No, okay. She got a large amount of money. It's, one, not, it's not the end. Of, I mean, it still doesn't affect. We're talking about how he does his job. Yeah, but as a president take, of America, take, own dirt is not going to make any difference. Office, if you take public office, then you should have some sort of moral virtues, and that man has none. I mean, I'm not going to deny that. And, and, yeah, exactly. Cool. Thank you. And, and you know, he, he was, what was it? Saturday Night Live because somebody took the mickey out of him on the radio, on the television. He's now going to sue the television station. And he's such, and a, he's such like, an idiot. He didn't even realize it was a repeat from Christmas time. That's someone top of things. <laughs> I, by the way, Blads, oh, you, you say I'm his spin doctor. I'm certainly not promoting him as the brightest spark in the box, right? Or I'm certainly not saying that he's as some sort of moral beacon for the rest of society. But as a president of a country, and to do what he was voted by the people who voted for him wanted him to do, I believe he's doing his job. Yes, 100%. Listen, 
Well, if he, if he has, I, a wall. he hasn't built it yet. If, he had two years. Okay, the, the, you keep going over the wall. It's not just the wall, by the way. That was his well, main uh, promise. It was the wall. Well, he's trying. Go on, go yeah. on, sorry. He's trying. And, and there's lots of civil servants that weren't paid, weren't, weren't paid over that. You know, that they, they weren't out of office. Well, shut down in U.S. history. Yeah, shut right. down, you know. People, mm-hmm. Like, his, his fucking, you know, views are sort of impactingly dreadfully on many people. He promised, you know, what was it? And I'm not, I'm not an expert on American politics, to be honest. But, you know, what was it? The Midwest, all the sort of the, the towns that were closed down. that used The to industrial towns, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's going to bring Joe's back. Where? Where? They're not coming back, are they? You know what he was doing on Twitter this week, and he was begging GM to reopen a plant in Ohio that they're shutting down. That's what he was doing. This well, week. maybe that's not. Well, what's so bad about that? I thought he was getting things. I thought he was winning, Nile. Yeah, but what? What's so bad about him going on Twitter and begging GM to keep a plant open? You wouldn't see Leo Varadkar doing that. You can't have it both ways. Either he's kicking ass. And no, but I'm. I'm but I'm saying you. Ju- you just said something that's quite a positive thing. I'm not suggesting that it's going to work. But he's online. He's actively trying to do something I, about I, it. Yeah, I'm, I'm and Nile, can I just say one thing about online? Like what happened in in New Zealand is the epitome of the awfulness that exists on the online world, that some guy who mm-hmm. has the, you know, the New Zealand Prime Minister is quite right. She said that he's a criminal, he's a terrorist. Um, There's no, I'm not, I'm not going to deny he was radicalised by head cases online, yes. Now, look, I... I, I not by Donald Trump specifically. He, he, was, he was an extremist, a terrorist, and a criminal. That's what she said. And he's a fucking nobody. And he shouldn't be given the... Sp- I mean, somebody goes in with, with a camera on the head, you know, to video, it's, it's self-gratification, self-glorification, and narcissistic. And that's what, that's what the internet allows. And unfortunately, you've got people like Donald Trump, who's absolutely not, not in the same category, but goes on with, like, this narcissistic view of, of himself, about how great he is, who, you know, tweets and fucking twerts all the time, you know, at the slightest yeah, but, 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 I mean, thing. But, but, but hang on, but hang on. In relation to the that. internet, the internet is something that you're not going to stop tomorrow, Andy, right? And, and, you know, I see a lot of pros and cons to the internet too. We all do, right? Yeah. And we all see the dangers of the internet and how people on both sides can be radicalised yeah. and how hate speech and, is so opinionated. But the point I'm making is, hang on, hang on, hang on. We can't stop psychopaths from being born. This man who did this was an absolute and utter psychopath. Clearly, he was deranged. It's harder for them to kick off to get well, their. He, I mean, he, 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 he was a nobody. He was a nobody. Absolutely. He was somebody. And, and it's this. And, well, and well, what, sadly, what we should be well, sadly about, now he is a somebody, sadly. Well, and what we should be talking about is the slaughter of innocent people. And that's what it's about. It's not about people, whether they're Muslims or Christians. Absolutely. It's a slaughter of innocents. By extremists. We had three and more slaughtered the day before yesterday, or yesterday as well, on tram. You know, so we have, we have people being slaughtered, what, sadly, every single day the of the world, week. This is the world we are heading into. There's more mass shootings in America since Trump took power, right? I mean, that's what, you know, what happens in America? Uh, but hang on, there's been mass shootings in America since before Trump came along. No, 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 no. There's been, and look, there's you can go over statistics, there's been more mass shootings. The world is changing, but you can't just say I'm because, so I, don't, I don't believe Trump has encouraged mass shootings. If the world is changing for the worse, and if extremism you can't blame Trump for that. Right, you can't, because it's called I, 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 well, hang on. I walked around New York two years ago while Trump was in power, obviously, right? And I, I'll be honest with you. I felt safe. I was a bit uneasy by the fact that there was, you know, armed police everywhere, you know, with AK-47s in their hands and these bollards to stop cars running up and down busy streets, etc., mowing people down. I felt a bit uneasy about that because they were on high alert. But I felt, here's a country that's trying to protect its citizens. 
Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's an honest formulation, though. You can't, you can't blame Donald for the violence, but you can certainly give him credit for the fantastic economy, which it was in a near depression when he took over, right? It was the worst economy in U.S. history. But well, according to Obama, when he started his term of office, he was going to sort that out. He didn't, did he? Oh, Jesus. Are you... Well, he Niall, didn't. Niall, Niall, it was the worst recession in American history since the Great Depression. And within eight years, yes, he actually did. I before Christmas, the economy grew by over 2% in a year. The last three of the last four years, Obama was president. Okay, well, okay, Mick doesn't have a lot of time for Obama, do you, Mick? You're on Classic Hits. Hey, Niall, how are you doing, man? Good, Mick. I mean, Mick, you, you're involved in finance. You, I think you, I remember you telling me this before. You, you're working here in Ireland. You're involved in finance, uh, you know, back and forward from the United States on a regular basis. Do you believe, uh, firstly, do you believe that Donald Trump is a bad businessman? Look, I'm loving your show tonight. There's nothing I love more than to hear liberals whine and moan about Trump. It's awesome. Right, okay. Uh, I mean, listen. Only oh, yeah, he's whining or moaning. I think we're just stating a few facts that he's a misogynist, a xenophobe, and a homophobe. All right, good one. Well, yeah. I don't, I don't ever remember being a homophobe. But, but... He's a petty sadist. Okay, all right. But let, let me finish. Let me finish. Go on, here. They, they need to get used to it. Listen, I've been from coast to coast three or four times in the last two months. The only momentum for the next election is for Trump. He's going to win by a landslide. This is well, going to be a repeat of... 20 of 2016, the Democrats are going to be staying up late, super excited, and then crying their hearts out. There is no momentum for any of these Democratic candidates. Nobody even knows. who. There's like 50 of them running at this point. It's ridiculous. Look, the guy has had nothing but financial success since he stepped into the presidency. Is he white? Is he riding a wave from Obama? Hang on, let, let me finish. Sorry, go ahead. Of course, he's riding a wave from Obama. But the idea that he isn't going to win highest highest stock market of all time, lowest unemployment among Hispanics and blacks. Listen, people can raise all they want about him, but at the end of the day, they're going to look at how much they're getting in their paycheck. Average Americans getting hundreds more in their paychecks now every month because of his tax cut. And then getting socked with having to pay 2000 bucks when they file their taxes. Yeah, I've also seen that as well. Yeah, and you know what? You add it up monthly, and they're way ahead. Way ahead. Mm-hmm. And, and Sean, <laughs> Sean, when I was in uh, doing the talk show in Florida there last summer, and we spoke about Obama, and the one thing that listeners were texting in and asking me was, what was the Irish opinion of Donald Trump? I, I don't say a bad word about him because they said, and one of the hosts was telling me there that you don't say a bad word about him because the average Floridian, as he said, because they obviously support Donald Trump down there, they voted for him, um, they believe that Donald Trump has put more money in their pocket every week. That's the bottom. That's the bottom well, line, yeah, isn't it? That's an absolute fact. Every week, Americans are taking home week. more money. Every single week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, sorry, said yeah. it again, Sean. I was saying yes. Of course, Florida Floridians would say that because the president is having a Secret Service detail fly with him down to Mar-a-Lago every weekend. The, yeah, that is going to pop up the local economy. Of course. I don't think that in itself is going to prop up the local economy yeah, in Florida. Ten, ten Secret Service guys is definitely making a big dent in the in the economy. Look, Sean's on here railing about kids at the border, kids being detained at the border, and, you know, journalists being harassed. Well, let me tell you something. Barack Obama indicted more journalists than any American president in history, including Donald J. Trump. Barack Obama started the child detention program. 
under Homeland Security. That's so, true, but I don't, where are you getting this figure for indicted more reporters? Go Google it, Sean. Obama it has indicted more journalists than any president you're, you're in history. Obama is a greater enemy. Was a greater enemy of the president. No, what country. I'm what I'm saying is liberals think that Obama was their liberal messiah and that everything he did was great, but they never looked at what he did. I don't care what Donald Trump says. I look at what he did or what he's doing. Obama, the law repeatedly Obama dropped a tomahawk lying, missile lying. on two American citizens without even arresting them or taking them to court. A 16-year-old kid in Yemen. You know, what ha- where, where's that? You're talking about presidents being above the law? You've got a mm-hmm. president dropping tomahawk missiles on American citizens without even, you know, giving them a day yeah, in court. My biggest problem, I actually voted for Obama, and one of my biggest problem I had with him was I didn't, I was certainly not a fan of him killing two or 3,000 people with drone strikes around the world and, and keeping Guantanamo right. Bay. So, so here's a, I wasn't here's a guy that's that. killing kids and causing famines in Yemen, and yet when he came to Ireland, they rolled out the red carpet for him. It's just pure hypocrisy. So Obama wasn't perfect, so therefore Trump is great. No, Trump no. is not perfect. No, Trump's not perfect. Trump and, is you supporting know, Saudi Arabia, which is actually keeping the war in Yemen going, actually. Sure, but what I'm saying right. is, so you're saying we, we shouldn't invite Trump, but we were okay to no, invite Obama. No, I didn't Obama. say that. I didn't say that. I said we should invite. You want to roll the tape back, Niall? I did specifically say the Irish You would like him to come over so you could walk up to him and tell him to his face what you think of him. Yes, but I also think, you know, humor aside, the Irish government should maintain good relations with the United States, obviously. I'm a citizen of Ireland. I mean, I mean, Mick, I mean, from a business point of view, and I know, Mick, you're involved in financial business in large amounts of money, uh, because you mentioned that before. Ayanna Reardon has clearly said that Donald Trump is not welcome in Ireland by the Irish people. He believes he's speaking for the Irish people. Yeah, well, I, I, you know, I would question that. And, and to be honest, if Donald Trump could even figure out who that O'Riordan guy was, then, you know, I'd be concerned. I'm sure Donald Trump doesn't care. <laughs> the fact of the matter is the guy did something that Obama couldn't do during his presidency. He stood up to a Federal Reserve, a central bank in the United States that was out of control. And he basically told him, you keep interest rates low. If you crash this economy... You're going to get fired. You're going to answer to the people. So you'd and, rather have a Federal Reserve that's supine and at the direction of the executive, whoever that No, I'd rather have a Federal Reserve that's abolished. You're, you're aware of what that, what that did in Germany in the 20s, actually, with, under, under, you know, the... Um, um, okay, but, but Mick, what about, you know, the way he, um, I suppose, acts and behaves as a president? Is certainly, um, it's not something that we're used to traditionally in the way pre- presidents behave or leaders of countries behave. His tweeting, his the way he words things, he obviously doesn't have somebody doing it for him, he does it himself. Uh, the way he words things can be seen sometimes by some minorities as incitement or hate speech. You know, I'm, I'm not a fan of the guy as a person. I certainly, you know, I don't think he's the kind of person I'd associate with or socialize with. I'm not here to, to be a member of his personal fan club. But I don't look to the president, to, you know, to be a moral leader. I don't look, I don't get my guidance. So a lot of people believe you should. Well, you know, and those people are going to be disappointed time and time again. I mean, look at Bill Clinton. You know, Bill Clinton was uh, heralded as America's first black president. Well, guess what? His legislation incarcerated more young black people than any other president. N- not Bill Clinton, history. Obama, you mean? No, I mean Bill Clinton. He introduced the three strikes oh, sorry, and you're sorry. out legislation that saw kids going to jail for 30 years 
for having a joint on their person yeah, when they were arrested. Santa Clinton. He also tried to get her on the Fourth Amendment when he tried, when he okayed illegal search and seizures in Chicago housing projects. I'm aware of that. Yes, but we're not talking yeah, so, about Clinton. We're talking I mean, if about you're Trump. looking for a president, and he certainly wasn't a moral guardian either. No. No, no. I mean, look, if you're looking for the president to be a moral leader, you're, you're going to be disappointed time and time again. How about, a president, how about a president is not going to be going to prison after he leaves office? Listen, That's a pretty the, high the, likelihood. The Mueller indictment well, is coming out, and the liberals are already recognizing that there's not going to be anything in it. It's I'm not talking already, about impeachment. I'm talking he's already been named as an unindicted co-conspirator in the Michael Cohen case. SDNY has indictments they're going to be issuing against him, more likely than not. He is going to be going to prison unless he resigns. Yeah, I'll, his I'll, I'll, I will wager a lot of money that that does not happen. So, sorry, Andy. Well, 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 hang on, Andy. You wanted to say something there. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, no, I didn't. Nope. Oh, sorry, I thought you were trying to say something to make clear. You've heard what Mick says, you know, we don't inv- we don't elect a president to be the moral guardian of society. We don't look up to them for morals. If we did, we're going to be bitterly disappointed on a regular basis. But from doing the job that he's actually hired to do, which is run a country, uh, from a financial point of view, and certainly, you know, in relation to the, the country's economy, he's doing a good job. You can't, you can't deny it. Well, I mean, and the things, I don't think there's very few people look at the, the prime minister or the premier of a country to sort of seek moral guidance from. You get that from your family, first things first. Um, but however, if you hold a position of high office, then you should have pretty clear, good moral standards. And that man definitely does not have that, right? So that's that's first thing. Regarding the sort of the economy of the country, <clears throat> yeah, fine. It may, it may, I mean, that's that's a debate. Uh, when it comes to his business, you know, his tax affairs, he won't disclose his tax affairs because they're probably of dubious, you know, let's say, only president in the last 50 years not to do that. Yeah, again, also. And he, that's something he said he would do before he became president. Look, again, the, the reason why he it. won't disclose his, his tax returns is because he's not as rich as he stated he is. Everybody on Wall Street knows that. Donald Trump puts a value on his brand, which is an intangible asset, in the billions. And so, you know, it's embarrassing for him. If, if all of a sudden... He puts his but tax returns out run, there. Maybe he shouldn't run for president then. Yeah, but Seems nobody cares that, about that. that. I don't care what his tax returns say. Well, then, well, then well, well, why would it matter, Mick, if, you know, all of a sudden he's not worth two or three billion, and in fact he's only worth, you know, two or three hundred million? Well, look. I, what what I, difference I think, does it make, really? I think we all know that the man is super sensitive. He is not, his ego is his, you know, his. He is a narcissist. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, of course he is. But again, it comes back to the fact that the fact that the man is flawed has no bearing on the results. How flawed? No president. Well, 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 hang on, both of you a second, because Stephen, you're on Classic Kids, and um, we have a lot of listeners in the United States. Stephen, uh, go ahead, Stephen, you're on Classic Kids. And I was shaking. Good, Stephen. Do you believe Donald Trump should be welcomed here? You know, in Ireland. I do. Okay, and you, you, well, I mean, did you and, vote for him? By the way. No. All <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. okay. Uh, the, the, now, the reason why I say yes, I say yes because um, I don't think you know most of the people in Ireland don't like him, and I don't blame them. I don't. I, by the way, I don't know where you got that from. I don't believe that's the case. Well, go on. Then. When you say most, I'd say okay, a lot well, of people don't like him, okay, but I wouldn't say okay. most. Just in general, if if you don't like the president of a certain country that you're allies with. Fine, okay, whatever. But there's a relationship there that supersedes that president, correct? Yeah, I would imagine so. So putting, yeah. 
So, you know, Ireland and U.S. are good allies. You know, we have trade and we hope to expand on that. But if we get in the point where, well, we don't like a certain president, we, you know, tell them, oh, you're not welcome and blah, blah, blah. Then, you know, people like Trump, they get pissed off at it and they take, you know, actions that will start to destroy, you know, a relationship. Mm -hmm. Just because you don't like them or you may or may not like them, it's still the president of an allied country. So, yeah, deal with it. You know, it sucks. I understand that. But, you know, we're talking more than just a person. I think we're talking about, you know, an economy that trades with each other, import, export. Why would you want to, you know, put that at risk? And Donald Trump, I feel, is somebody that would put that at risk just to save his own ego. Yeah, he put in special taxes on Irish goods just for pissing him off. Yeah. But, but in, who did you vote for, by the way? Did you vote for Hillary? No, I didn't vote at all. <laughs> right, okay. There was, there was neither of them was the better of the two evils for you. Yeah, I think they're both evil. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. And, you know, well, is there any of the candidates that you're looking at, or any of the people that have been put up there for candidacy at the moment that you think might have some sort of chance uh, against them? I, I don't think so, not yet. I don't think the Democrats have really put anybody forward that mm. I think would be a viable choice yet, or Republicans. I'm curious to actually see, because there's been a lot of you know backlash on the wall from... What about know, Oprah, by the way? I thought well. Oprah was going to be running next time around. God, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, so I, I heard. My entire country, yeah. I, I, I don't think, um, I'm curious to see if a Republican will actually run against Trump, because uh, that hasn't happened in some time. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, and I mean, generally, the, you know, in San Francisco, talking amongst your friends and colleagues in work or out and about, you know, what is the feeling about Donald Trump in San Francisco? Well, amongst your, you know, peer group. The, the biggest issue they have is that they just wish he'd keep his mouth shut. Okay, you have your personal feelings. You might be racist. Well, keep it to yourself. You're the leader of, you know, like you said, the free world. You know, you may have certain agenda. Keep it to yourself. Be more professional because it's not just the Americans looking at him. It's the rest of the world. And I'm not saying we have a major reputation, but we, you know, I think the United States tries to be, you know, in the, in the balance between, you know, two nations that are, are having their issues. The, you know, the United States tends to try and get in the middle and, and sort things out. Mm-hmm. But he is he's going against the grain. And I think that's, you know, uh, everybody can attribute the economy to whoever they want. I particularly think that the economy was on the mend during the Obama administration at, at the latter term of his. And I think it was both, you know, hardworking businesses, legislation from both Trump and Obama's, you know, uh, administrations that ultimately got the economy where it is. You know, the saying goes, it takes a while to get the economy rolling. It just happened to get full speed when Trump was in office. And I think he's just using that to get, you know, himself reelected. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.